it going, Yamitators? Episode 59 with Dave Ross. This one was so awesome. We talked a lot about stand-up. We talked about his sketch group, Women. We talked about uh, touring. We talked about just, like, the crazy life of a comic. Um, I, I think you guys are going to like this one. And, um, yeah, check check it out. Share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your, um, with all the people you know. Uh, Facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, go to rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on. Please, uh, you know, just, just do it. Because um, people will like that and then they'll be like, oh, you like this podcast? I'll like it too. Um, all right. Uh, my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. The show's Twitter is at Yamatat. Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. So, yam it up with me and Dave Ross. Also, really quick, um, if you go to Y-A-M-A-T-A-T, that's yamatat.com, I have a PayPal donate button now. Um, uh, if you really, really like uh, like the show, and if you wanted to give anything, anything at all, like uh, anything would be appreciated. Um, so I have one for United States, that's the one up top, and then the one right below it is for Australia. I haven't, uh, been able to program in for any other places yet, but, um, just let me know, um, in comments, anywhere, um, and, yeah, I, I mean, I really, really appreciate any, any help at all. So, thanks again, and here's me and Dave Ross. Coasters, you know. This is uh like swag. Uh, Your, uh... No, I bought them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are they from, yeah. port- from Portal? Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's cool, man. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, dude. All kinds of nerdy shit in here. Do you ever play that Battlestar board game? Yeah. Have you played it? No. Oh, is it's it great? Fucking good. I'll bet it is. Yeah. I'm rewatching a show now for the fourth time, maybe fifth. Dude, I love it so much. You'd love that board game because there's so. Like, all the characters, like, are kind of how they are in the show, and at, at the halfway point in the game, like, okay, going into it, you know that there's at least one Cylon, maybe two. Uh-huh. And then halfway point, you find, like, someone finds out that they've been a Cylon all along. So oh, that's great. So then they have to fight with the Cylons, but they can still do it secretively, so then you're like, how can I trust you? And then you're like... <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm like trying to get us trying to get us to uh, whatever. And oh like, man! Uh, yeah, that's awesome. What yeah. a great idea! Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Is that literally the Necronomicon? Yeah. I didn't realize that <laughs> Lovecraft wrote something called the Necronomicon. That's... I didn't know that either for a long time. And then, I mean, it's a. Like gathering of all his uh, okay, sure stories and stuff. Well, okay. So what's your show? I <laughs> I know we talked about it. Yeah, but you probably didn't listen ahead of time, which is fine because a lot of people don't. I didn't. I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> it's okay. It's been a really fucking crazy week. I yeah, apologize. Dude. It's a uh, it's just loose like whatever, and I pepper in a couple questions throughout, but then it's over whenever it's over. We just talk. Cool. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I love to talk. <laughs> good. Am I good here, or do I need to be closer to the mic? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. If you can see right there, that's our. This yeah, watching our levels happen <laughs> is very interesting. <laughs> I like that you use Audacity and not uh, GarageBand. Do you have a PC? Yeah. That's cool. PC. Yeah. Good for you, man. 
I'll never cave. You're really fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on to the past. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh Alan Strickland Williams, uh, who is in women with is you. in women with me, a good friend of mine. <laughs> he just bought a computer for two hundred dollars made by Asus. And I like even though he Is said, it one of those flip things, like with the tablet type deal or I think so, but it's also like a fully functioning real laptop with like a fast processor that can okay. like do real things mm-hmm. and uh he even said explained it to me and i was like yeah i'll never do that <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm gonna be buying two thousand dollar computers until i die <laughs> yeah man it's funny because i built i built all i put all the components in myself. oh you did yeah yeah oh man that's a big fucking tower that's great yeah are you a are you a big pc gamer yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, you can't have a Mac for no. that then. Yeah. 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 So, and then there's also certain things that, like, just the general layout of, like, Apple, when I look at it, I'm like, it's so shiny and, like, yes. curved and beveled and everything's like, no, we got this. We we got... Well, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, they don't... <laughs> like, if, if you have any semblance of understanding of how a comp- the inside of a computer works, you yeah. should not buy an Apple at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I, and, you know, I just don't. Yeah. And I want, <laughs> and I know, like, I mean, yeah, I I know that they're fucking me over on price a little bit. Yeah. But like, I like the way they look for sure. They're and I a lot of it is the the customer service, the Genius Bar. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of it is the fact that I know that it's high end. Yeah. And that I'm not gonna have to deal with any bullshit. <laughs> if I. Dude, if I had the free time to learn how a computer worked, uh, I would totally do a PC. But also, I hate Windows. I hate it so much. Do you use <laughs> Linux? No, I use Windows 7, which is good. Windows 8 and like 8.1, that's where people were like, what the hell is going on? Like the tile... was still pretty weird. I like... Like the... Uh, it still XP, does that thing where I did like... XP for the longest time. And then I was like, alright, I'll make the jump to 7. And then... Oh, because it was XP and then Vista, and that's where a lot of people Vista were like... Vista sucked. What that's the hell? That's right. Yeah, yeah, Vista... 7 is better than Vista. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and XP I liked fine. But even XP still did that weird thing where, like... <laughs> where there were, like, multiple My Documents folders. And it's like, why is this... And I, like... For base, each different user or something? It's for each different user, but then there's also a base level one. Yeah. I always noticed that. Or maybe there wasn't a base level one. Maybe there was just the one that was associated with My User Account... But then still, I had admin rights on the computer, so when I would go through C Drive, I would see... Like, I was like, why is it like this? It would still make you go to your user folder. Yeah, (laughs) or it wouldn't. Or it would, like, take me to (laughs) a, a, like... uh, For some reason, I'm having a lot of aphasia in the past few days. I think it's because I've been drinking more. I'm, like, not remembering words. (laughs) Um, But, like, I feel like there would be a base-level, like... uh, default folder or there's just in the C drive there's my documents and then you can go into users inside C drive and then you find your own my documents and yeah, then yeah. I would find like <laughs> I had downloaded files that were in the base level C drive my documents folder but then other stuff that was in mine and then other users that I had created like a guest <laughs> that I couldn't access anymore <laughs> or like Randomly, you know, when you use Final Cut or Premiere, well, I guess not Final Cut, but Premiere, Premiere. or some file, <laughs> some uh, program that auto-saves uh, yeah. sessions and it, stuff for it, you, where are they? If you don't you go into it, them. if you don't go into it and set it right, then it, right, Dude, it'll set it somewhere. Windows like, is what? trash, man. It's such a bad program. <laughs> it's awful. And the other option is Ubuntu or whatever you want to use. Uh, yeah, but there's so much upkeep with Linux. There's so much like, upkeep with Linux. You have to know. You really have to know. You have to know programming and like yeah. be like, I will always be in total control of all the processes of my computer at well, all times. Well, I think that's the like, point. That's the point yeah, of yeah. using a PC and a point of using Ubuntu or or whatever is like you understand how all this works. You don't want anyone to cut any corners for you. People who know how to do that, sure, go ahead. <laughs> but like, oh man, I don't, and I don't really care to. <laughs> That's what I like about Apple. They understand, like, that, like, like most of us want to deal care. with things <laughs> in a simple way. Yeah. There should be one place where there are things. Also, I do know a little bit about coding, and I do know a little bit about... What is the term for write, for going into your computer's terminal and, like, writing, like, DOS 
code or like digging oh, into the computer's shit. DOS. Um, What's the term for that? Not. That's it's not like C plus plus. No, it's no, like, like co- command line. That's what it is. Okay. I know a fair amount of command line. So if I need to, I can do it. But I really like most of the time P. I don't even want to know it exists. D I R slash P. That's in PC. It's different for Mac. Oh, you know command line stuff for Mac? I do now because I. Oh. Well, I'm a web developer okay. also, yeah. and I don't do that anymore. But for years, I I was a web developer and. So you would make uh, web pages? Or? Yes, I would make uh, websites, and I did some graphic design, and then like I started getting into PHP coding and stuff. And so I do you want to see the HTML site I made for this podcast? Yes, <laughs> I was just working on an HTML site for an old podcast it's, of mine. It's it's terrible. I took Code Academy, the classes online, for like two weeks, and I was like, I think I got a base. <laughs> like, oh man, it's uh, I mean, it's functional. But it's not great. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is really funny. I even made man. the thing where it's like you hover over it and the color changes and like. Yeah. Well, that that's the great thing about making websites, man. It's like, oh, this is great. This is great for two reasons. One, the color scheme's good. So like it yeah. looks good. But also it's like shitty HTML is hilarious. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You clearly like basically know what you're doing, but also not really. <laughs> The header is all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Because I made um, boxes, you know? You could just make boxes of different colors, and then I was like, mm-hmm. and I'll just elongate them, and, yeah. then, and then I put them all together, but then I didn't know how to, like, tack them together, and then so when there's resizing issues and stuff. Like, sure. And so I was like, whatever. Like, I paid for the domain, I paid for the hosting, and Who that's cares? it. It's, it's funny. It doesn't matter, man. Bad HTML is funny. But also because, like, people, people usually don't go to the site. They... They'll get it off the XML, which just pulls it like through iTunes or whatever other. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't really so even like, matter. Most people aren't seeing the site, but people who see it, like, yeah, it'll be funny. It's <laughs> good that it exists. <laughs> Have you seen Jay Weingarten's website? Uh-uh. You should pull it up. What is it? I believe it's jayweingarten.com, but it also might literally be a GeoCities website. <laughs> uh, w e i n g a r t e n. I'll have to enable stuff. Um, Garden, if you're listening, is... Yeah, oh my god. It's so funny. Website-S-I-G-H-T. Jay is a really great comic in town who runs an awesome show with his friends called Sleepaway Camp every Tuesday night. And he made this website that is like... Basically a parody of... Of a website. Of a website. Well, of the internet from 10 years ago. And it's just like, has all these like shitty animated GIFs. And there's like a guest book and Site 7 had guest book in, in year, guest books in years. And like, there's like here? random Facebook like buttons. Is this guy farting? Oh no, no. That's the shadow of the guy on the Yes, table. that's it. Yeah. There are animated GIFs on top of animated GIFs. Oh my gosh. In these like, I don't know if you'll remember, listener, but there's like this type of animation that used to be popular on the internet that's like shiny crappy cgi and there's like a lot of that smiley faces head nodding and bouncing a basketball and like photos of himself and random other people broken photos links to websites that no one uses anymore like lycos and stuff and angel fire is this hosted on angel fire no it's not why is there an angel fire there's well, also uh, weird up top old it says memes. Angel Fire, pre- build a free website. Yeah, he stole that. He had to steal that because it's not. It doesn't exist anymore. No, well, it exists. <laughs> it does exist. Actually, you should go to angelfire.com. I wonder what's there. I think that. Oh. Yeah, you still can. You can. <laughs> uh, you can still make a website on Angel Fire. I used to have a, uh, an Angel Fire website oh my God. that I rebuilt. That uh that is on my current website now. <laughs> I love the old internet, man. I loved the internet in the nineties. In it's such a parody of itself. Yeah, it's so funny. Have you ever like, um, how old are you? I'm thirty one. You're thirty one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're yeah, we're the same age. Yeah. How old are you? I'm thirty two. Okay, but yeah. you know, yeah. we got into the internet same at the geez. same time. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> did you have a GeoCities or a Tripod website or anything like that? No, I remember people having them, and I was just was like, huh? 
Because I was all AOL at that point. Oh, when sure. When the internet was st- first... Um, Still, like, trapped in these weird UIs, right? Yeah, with the, um, the free discs, adding hours and hours and hours of free internet, and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, totally. 10,000 free hours, that's right. Through dial-up. Well, so, try to, like, think of some websites you used to go to back then. Maybe you've done this already. Or, like... Really try to think about your friends' websites and like <laughs> what the URL for their websites might have been, and then search for it in the Wayback Machine. Have you done this? Uh, no. So if you go to archive.org, which okay. is the, an archive of the entire internet, yeah, uh, and it's also where I've been uh, to archive.org. Have you? Yeah. Well, yeah. they have like all sorts of free, uh, license-free media there. Yeah. Um, I forget the name of the media library, but in archive.org, there's like. Basically, all of the free media that ever existed is collected there. And you can find, like, all this old music and all these old weird books and, yeah. like... Movies, weird... too. Yeah, I movies. found a Christmas movie around Christmas time because I was like, I can't find the DVD that I have that my dad, like, recorded off of a VHS. And then I was like, holy shit, it's on archive.org. And so I watched it there. It's a... Dude, yeah, there's all kinds of crap like that. <laughs> also, I mean, you know, most of the stuff that they have, they got in the early 90s before, like, internet licensing for videos, I think. (laughs) So they're, like, you'll find movies that are tiny. They're, like, 120 pixels by 80 pixels. And they want you to watch a whole movie. But, um, so anyway, part of archive.org is the Wayback Machine, which is right on the front page. It's, like, right in the middle. And I think it's the the thing that's most used on archive.org. And you just type in any URL and click search. And the page that comes up is a bunch of links to see the site in specific months of specific years in the past. Whoa. So, like, you can go look at my old Angel Fire website, and it gives you the only options for the site are, like, <laughs> some, some like, September in 1999 and in 2001, and then, like, one in, like, 98. Yeah. Uh, and I found old friends' websites and, like, old, <laughs> like, websites of old punk bands and punk labels that yeah. I liked and stuff. It's Dude, it's so great. <laughs> You can look at old AOL and old Lycos oh, and uh, nice. old, um, oh, what was the hot something was a search engine I would use. Hot, not not Hotwire. Hot, hot links? Not Hot links. You would think it would be Hot links. <laughs> hot books or something. <laughs> I don't remember. I like, I really, I'm a big nerd for the old internet. I like it a lot. Yeah. We should bring it back, dude. Honestly, we should. <laughs> Once net neutrality inevitably gets shot down, and then we're all fucked, and the cable companies take over the internet, and it's going to cost us three hundred dollars a month. Cable company, it's one now, right? I heard Time Warner or Comcast bought Time Warner, or the other way around. Oh god damn it! Yeah, that's horrifying. And I didn't the, know that. And there's the funnier die video where the uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was who was the host guy, but he was like, "Hi, I'm the president over at Comcast, and at Comcast, we don't give a fuck, fuck about you." you. <laughs> yeah, 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 I have seen that video. <laughs> yeah totally that's exactly how they are and yeah. act dealing with time warner cable is so incredible man there's no other company like that where you'll call and and you'll be like hey my internet's down and they're like are you sure and you're like yeah <laughs> are you sure <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Yes, asshole. Like, yeah, yeah. why else would I be calling? All right, we'll be there, like, Between. two or six on, like, Monday. Or and Friday. Like, whatever. <laughs> Fine. Please come. <laughs> Time Warner Cable came and, quote, fixed my internet six times in 2014. What? And finally I had to just buy a new router. Did you, uh, wait, were you using internet and cable or just internet? I do not Because I just do cable. internet. I, I just, just do internet. internet. And uh, the guy who came out to help me, one time, one visit, and he goes, he was like, so I found this attached on the box down below, and whenever I find these, it's like a video scrambler or whatever, and he goes, whenever I find these, I usually just take them off, because, like, it just screws up people's internet. It's supposed to make it so you can't, like, split the split the internet and run it into cable, too, and be like, oh, yay. Uh so he just like takes them off. And and what? Problem solved. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cuz before that it was cut the internet was cutting out like every 
15 seconds and I even downloaded a program to be like track when my internet is going out and it was like 50 times in in an hour or whatever and I was like no this is this that's insane this will not stand oh my god yeah no the guys who work like the tech dudes who work for Time Warner are awesome everyone I've ever met yeah. <laughs> cause they what, know <laughs> yeah they, they're like oh man yeah you, the one guy told me he was like he was like Hey, can you do me a big favor and, and like, you know, not to be a dick, but if you liked my service, like rate me highly. And I was like, dude, yeah, you're really nice. Of course I'll rate you highly. And he goes, but can you do me a favor and rate me a nine instead of a 10? Oh shit. And I was like, why? And he's like, if you, in the phone survey, if you rate a 10, it doesn't register the second zero and it thinks you gave me a one. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> programming ever. Yeah. yeah I know. And he was like, yeah, and our our pay is dependent on us getting a 7, 8, or a 9. What? And, like, if you if we get rated lower than that, we get paid less. And if we get rated really low, we don't get paid barely at all. What the and hell? I was like, what? <laughs> that's such a nightmare, man. That's such a shitty company. Yeah, that's not a real job. <laughs> no. <laughs> With that's like got to be illegal. Threats, just, like, <laughs> threatening, like... You better fucking get a seven, eight, or nine. If bitch. they don't like you, we don't like you. <laughs> Though I will say, I used to live in Burbank. God help me. And uh, I was at work, and my girlfriend at the time was at home, whatever day. And the the cable company came, and it's Cox Cable out there, yeah. or it was. Yeah. And the guy, my girlfriend, called me while I was at work, and she was like, "Hey, so uh, the cable is set up, but um." But, like, we should try to get other cable. And I was like, why? And the guy came and, like, hit on her hard yeah. the whole time, for, like, hours. The whole thing was like, oh, so your boyfriend? Really? But, I mean, how serious is it? And it's like, what? we live together. This is our apartment. <laughs> you like, and, uh, well, like, how many carrots is that time? Really? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, granted, we, we were not that into each other, and that relationship was not healthy. That was the turning uh, point. What's that? Th- that was, that the was it. Point. She was like, I'm going with this Cox Cable guy. Um, <laughs> and he, like, broke uh, our shelf, like, a piece of furniture. And then, like, so, like, what it was was we are, we were going to have our internet box, like, sitting on a bookshelf in my room. And... Uh, and it was like in front of the the cable hole, mm-hmm. but there was a hole also in the shelf. You know, like the way that furniture is built nowadays, yeah. you can like put a cable through. Yeah, he like couldn't get it in the right position, so he like moved the de- the shelf. Oh no! Just like broke it, like broke the top off, and then broke one of the shelves <laughs> off, and like broke like a huge hole in the back of it. Knocked all the books off of it. And then, like, drilled this massive hole in the wall. And so there was, like, a little, like, mound of, uh, 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 like, drywall. dust. Drywall like, dust. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, all that shit was broken and moved and all the books were all over the floor. And then he, like, for some reason used, like, a 15-foot cable. It was like, oh, oh sorry, it's the only cable I have. That's so stupid when and you're so like, And so there's, like, massive unruly cable that we're just going, like, literally one foot into the shelf. And he shoved in front of the hole. So he like left the shit everywhere, and uh, and uh, and we had to clean it all up. So that was, I don't know, that was my experience with them. You like these fucking I, cocks? Nice, bro. <laughs> uh, so I guess Cox Cable is even worse than Time Warner, which I don't know. Maybe maybe their customer service is immaculate, and the people they hire are just dumbasses. But. <laughs> Yeah, man, those cable companies like they just they just fuck you relentlessly. Yeah, it's so crazy. I'm, they have no regard for you as a human being, dude. I'm so glad that HBO was finally like, "Fuck cable, we're going out on our own, and people can just." Can you get HBO Go without uh, having cable now? I don't think it's available yet. I think it's maybe like this month or next month or something. But it's going to be like you can just pay for HBO, so you'll have HBO Go, so you can have it wherever you are. On your phone, on your computer, whatever. That's great. I'm going to do that. It's amazing. I'm going to support them, too, because I'm like, yeah, good, good. You're giving the finger to still... all the cable companies and satellite and, like, everything. Is it going to be, like, 10 bucks a month? 
the way. I don't know. I hope not. I hope. I hope they go find like a six or seven dollar. Yeah. Because then. I mean, ten would be fine. Because ten would... is Netflix or eight is Netflix, and Netflix eight is has Netflix. billions of everything. And... Eight is also Spotify, and yeah. I pay for Netflix and Spotify. Mm. Um, I would get rid of Netflix to get HBO Go. Oh shit! Yeah. If I had to choose, I wouldn't really choose. Like I, you'd I, get both. Actually, at this point, I would probably get. Not, I'm probably gonna drop Netflix. I'm so broke. But uh, oh. yeah, man, things wax and wane. You know, yeah. 2015's pretty rough. It's one of those things where like things are going so well, so well, that but they like can only they go haven't back. like. Well, there's that. But, like, <laughs> they just haven't like. I've got all these great things going on that could be money at uh, some point, but they are not currently. Yeah. And they're all great and they all make me feel great. Comedy yeah. feels great. Yeah. Everything I'm doing feels just great. But <laughs> it's like fucking and then I I go to job interviews to deliver groceries, you know? Which is fine. I would love that job. It would be great. Yeah. Instacart. Yummy.com, bro. Oh, okay. Though Instacart, is that another one? Yeah. I'm going to apply for that next. <laughs> I gotta do. I applied for that one, and uh, it it gives you this like twenty, um, twenty thing grocery list, and it's like multiple choice, and they're like find this, and then you like, go and find it or whatever, and it gives uh-huh. you like two minutes to find all the things, and uh, I finally got like eighteen out of twenty because it lets you test over again, and then I was just like, eh, it's good enough. <laughs> but wow. probably they probably don't call you back unless you get all twenty out of twenty or something. I would bet. And I just ran out of time, so it's like. Eh. So Instacart, the way it works is they send you to a grocery store. Yeah. And you get all the shit. And then you give it to the person. Oh. What was the other thing? Yummy.com. Yummy.com has its own standalone stores. Oh, weird. Yeah, and so like people, you can go into Yummy.com stores. There's one in Silver Lake, and there's one in Hollywood, and probably in Santa Monica. Yeah. And you can go in there and physically buy things, and it's so like, like kind of like a yuppie. It's welcome like a fresh to our and easy. co-op. Welcome. Kind of. Yeah. Except it's like bigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like if a, a, a Fresh and Easy or like a small Trader Joe's had an online side. Huh. And that's like most of what they do. They have a lot of drivers and I honestly really want to do it. I really. <laughs> it's I love, a good spare time job. Totally, Sounds, man. Yeah. And like, uh, I, like I said, I used to be a web developer for a while while I was a comic. And I like to code and make websites and stuff i don't like it as much as writing and comedy not a, not anywhere close yeah but i like it fine it's just that especially it can when you get you're, exhausting you, maybe or well yeah it uses brain power yeah you're like problem solving all day yeah and you're staring at a computer screen and uh you just can't use that amount of like mental real estate when at night you're gonna be writing and performing. And <laughs> I just imagine you after a day of coding and then go up some on stage and you're like, I don't fucking know. Um... Every day, man. Every day for four years. <laughs> oh shit. Every day. Uh, it was crazy. I wanted. Uh, this is something that I don't talk about a lot. I am an Emmy award-winning web developer. What? Yeah. For what? For no, not kidding. The Oscars website. No way. Yeah. It's not just me. It right. was a team. Yeah. A team of us made the Oscars website. But did you like design the look of it or like? No, what? I made the countdown clock. The countdown to the Oscars. Oh, I made shit. that. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it was. So you have like an Emmy? In I your don't have an place? Emmy. No. Well, okay. So I got the job. It was a four month contract, <laughs> okay. and they like they hired me because they needed a front end coder to work on um, the Oscars website, ABC. The ABC Digital Media Department mm-hmm. makes Oscar.com. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it was a fucking crazy job, man, because we had to, like, build the entire website, and then we had to have the website with dummy information in it set up to put the nominees in. But, like, when the Oscar nominees come out, the website has to be ready immediately yeah. with the nominees in it. So the night before the nominees are announced and the nominees are announced at like five in the morning. Yeah. Um, or I guess maybe they're announced at a press conference at like, maybe it's eight in the morning in New York. I don't know. Yeah. We had to have them ready at like five in the morning. Well, five in the morning here, eight over there. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so (laughs) 
That's weird. I wonder why it's so early in the morning. You think the press conference would be later? I don't know. I think I'm fucking up the timeline, but I know that we had to have it ready by five in the morning LA time. And, uh, the website ready to go. Well, it has so, to be ready to go because all you do is drag it over to the FT, FTP or whatever, and then it like just loads up, right? Well, kind of. I mean, it's like a massive website. It's yeah. like a so much money is wrapped up in the Academy Awards. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not really just like dragging content over to it FTP, though. I guess it is. They have they <laughs> they push it live from like a staging version of the site, but. Because it had to be ready when they make the announcement yeah. immediately, they yeah. could like unveil the site. We had to, even though we uh, built the entire site, you still have to like put all the nominees in and make sure there's no bugs and shit and that it works correctly. Yeah, so yeah. the night before the announcement, oh. myself and our entire team were taken to this building in Beverly Hills <laughs> that was locked. They took our cell phones and all of our Wi-Fi, and then these people came in with confidential fucking flash drives with all of the Oscar nominees in them, and and like photos and all this shit. And we loaded up all the Oscar nominee information from midnight that night until five in the morning. Oh my gosh! Didn't sleep. Weren't allowed to leave. Weren't allowed to tell anyone because they're scared of people leaking information yeah, before the yeah. nominees come out because it's so important. Because it matters. Because it, it matters. <laughs> it, one of us could have, with our phones, so easily leaked the information for like yeah. however much money, and yeah. then a blog would have it before mm-hmm. the academy decided to release it, and then someone's fired. Someone's and fired or and killed. Honestly, it's not really a big deal <laughs> in the grand scheme of things because it's just entertainment, but. Yeah. To them, it is it's a everything. huge deal. It's yeah. everything. It's ev- it's all these people's jobs. <laughs> so that's something I did in my life, man. I was locked mm-hmm. on the like tenth floor of this high rise in Beverly Hills. No pictures had, on like, the walls. No. No furniture. Put your fucking phone in this bucket. All the Coca Cola you can drink and all the Snickers you can eat. Sit here and code the Oscars website and talk to none of your friends. It was crazy. <laughs> But the thing, and so that was awesome, man. That was really, really fun and like just like a really crazy experience to have. Um, but uh, other than like, and I did my job for the Oscars website well. The problem was that I came to work late every day because yeah. that's just like how I've always been. But also, like, <laughs> I've never given a shit about anything except being funny. Yeah. So, like, I don't care. I don't care. You know? Show up late. Uh, and. When they interviewed me, they were like, how good are you with PHP? And I was like, I can do it, but I'm bad. And then after the Oscars website was done, my contract still had a month or two. So they had me doing other shit that was PHP, and I was terrible at it. And um, You're like, I warned you. Yeah. But regardless, I didn't do my job well, and uh, they didn't renew my contract. Uh-huh. Because they were like, well, this guy can't do his fucking job. Even though I, t- I can't, I, I couldn't, clearly couldn't do it. You told so, them going in. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the Emmys happen. And there's a whole, there are so many Emmy Awards that are not uh, televised. Right. There's all kinds yeah. of sound and like makeup awards yep. and costuming and set design and all this shit. Um, that are called Creative Arts Emmys. Right. And so... Uh, That's there's where you a got big, yours? Yes. There's a big ceremony, and it, they're considered part of the official Emmys. They're just not televised. Yeah. And uh, my old boss... It's in is, the same, like, week or something, right? Like the same Yeah, week. I think it's, like, maybe the same day. Probably not the same day. Okay. Same, yeah, well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I uh, My boss, my old boss, texted me and was like, Hey, Dave, just so you know, we won an Emmy. <laughs> and I was like... Are you serious? And, uh... He was like, yeah, there's one Emmy for the whole group. It's going to stay in the office, but do you want to come take a picture with your Emmy? And I was like, yeah, man. And he was like, come in tomorrow, text me, and we'll figure out a time. And I texted him, and he never got back to me. What? And so I, you didn't like, get the picture? So I just didn't get a picture of the Emmy. <laughs> it's fine, man. Honestly, it's fine. And, like, I don't have any, like... That's so funny. I'm not angry at my boss or something. His name is Mike. He was super nice, and he was a good boss. And he was, like, a really... Like, just actually, like, a really cool guy. Uh... Top to bottom. Yeah. He just like, <laughs> I don't know, didn't text me back. And that does suck. And I fucking <laughs> wish he did because I have a goddamn Emmy and no proof. <laughs> but uh, but I don't like bear him ill will or something. It's just like, 
Oh, yeah. They hated me. They didn't really consider me fully a part of the team. Uh, even like, though I was. Oh, this I made kid? the fucking yeah. countdown clock, man. <laughs> and I was there on the overnight, and I helped them code the... Uh, Page. Code the names in and stuff. The names and the faces and all the other like uh, <laughs> little bullshit that went along with the nominee announcement. <laughs> so I was on the fucking team, man. Where's my fucking end? <laughs> it, uh, I was trying to be cordial, but it really does bug me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool to be like the picture oh, with the and like. This oh, is this me with Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Dicks, man. <laughs> so, so you said uh, you you spent four years um, working web development and doing comedy. How mm-hmm. long have you been doing comedy, like total? Six. Uh, it'll be six um, in March of 2015. Nice. It's kind of a hazy. That's the date I've picked. Yep. It's, Everyone has like a hazy yeah area. That's not really when I started. I really started <clears throat> in August of 2009, but it's like. I kind of started by, like, running this open mic. So I tried stand-up in 2006. I did it five or six times Mm -hmm. and was like, this is scary. I'm never doing this again. (laughs) Uh, And uh, and then in 2009, like, I had a friend who would... My friend Julie Cohen, who's so funny, Mm -hmm. and actually just made this great movie called The Assistant that a bunch of L.A. comics are in, that Janine Garofalo was in. Nice. should look it up. I think it's theassistantfilm.com, theassistantmovie.com. Um, if you just look up the assistant Julie Cohen you can find it it's super great anyway she's awesome and she doesn't do stand up anymore but she when I tried stand up out in 2006 she She stuck with it yeah and she did it for three years and she started to you know get some traction in Mm -hmm. 2009 she would bug me every now and then to do a mic with her and I would always be like oh yeah no I do want to try it again (laughs) no but I'm just busy and I was just afraid I was just really afraid (laughs) and uh and then in 2009, she f- had, had an, hosted an open mic at the Palms Bar in West Hollywood, which no longer exists. Okay. Um, and she co-hosted it with this girl. She fired her co-host and was like, Dave, host this with me. Ooh. And I was like, no. And she was like, you're a coward. And I was like, I'll do it. Uh, and uh, so I did that. And so from March of 2009 to August of 2009, every Sunday I would co-host this mic with her. Yeah. And I would like, um, you know, I would try to be funny in between comics, yep. but that was the extent of it. And then in August of 2009, uh, Julie was like, hey, Alan Lebetkin, who used to run the Los Angeles open mic list. Oh. Yeah. And has since quit and that quit doing that. And that torch was passed. Well, to one other person and then eventually to Jake Kroger at the Comedy Bureau. Yeah, who, yeah does that very well and mm-hmm. thank God for him yeah. because we all need that. It's awesome. Um, but Alan Lebetkin, uh, Julie was like, hey, Alan Lebetkin wants to have you on his show in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, N- uh, she was like, will you do this date? And I was like, um, I don't think I can do that date. And she's like, all right, I'll see you about a later one. And then she G-chatted me back. At, I was at work at this terrible job I had and uh, she was like, Actually, you're booked on this in August. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't even have any... I don't have a set. I have, like, a couple jokes from when I tried in 2006 and, like, a few things I've riffed that I had to, like, cobble together. And, uh... How long is your set? Probably eight minutes. Right. Ten, maybe. And so those and I first guess I had, like, yeah, two or three jokes that I had written in 2006 that I, like, would do. And then, like a thing or two that I, I had done at the mic and I like drove down. It was at church lounge, which I don't, it was just this like new bougie ass bro bar in the middle of downtown Fullerton. Uh, no one was there. It was a huge room and they projected a picture of a brick wall on the back wall of this massive, like it was a stage area, but really it was just like a raised dance floor with a, that was probably like 200 square feet with the railing around it. And then there was just a, it was just facing the bar and, uh, and then otherwise surrounding it, there were like chairs and like hangout areas. And there was maybe 15 people in there. The other people on the show were Paul Sebus, Paul J, Julie and Dan Bialek. All people you don't really see very much now. Mm. Um, 
What I'm picturing is the the stage from Roadhouse. <laughs> it was more like the stage from the dance competition in Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. Uh, just big and like. I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's kind of like that, yeah. Like a combination of those two things. So I performed and I basically had like a 10 minute long panic attack. And um, so, and, but anyway, did you to record prepare it? for that, I did not record it. Oh. To prepare for that, yeah. I um, <clears throat> did mics for the two weeks leading up to it. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck, I got to figure out how to do a goddamn set <laughs> if I have a show. And uh, I went to my, I went to my first mic. Uh, that was not my mic that I was co-hosting with yeah. Julie uh, at the Westwood Brewing Company, which also has gone away. Okay. The Tuesday mic that Vance Sanders and Robert Yasamura ran for years that I later found out was the mic that Zach Galifianakis and Chris Hardwick and Maria Bamford used to go to. Whoa. Yeah, it's been around forever. It was around forever, and they had it was around for 20 years, and it just ended, and it was great. Huh. Vance and Robert are still around, and it was just like, it was this staple part of the L.A. comedy scene that it was the place... Where you, you like, f- you first found pride in comedy for a lot of people. Oh. Because Robert Yasamura would not get let you get away with anything. And you had to, like, work and write and, like, perform well and be funny to get his respect. Yeah. Before he got, you got his respect, he would be a dick to you. Yeah. And then once you got it, you would feel like, oh, my God, he likes me. I'm in the club. I actually am a worthwhile comic. <laughs> and I have all sorts of opinions about that. I think to a certain extent that it's good that he did that, but also I really don't think it's good that you sh- that people are dicks to each other. <laughs> yeah. so, but it did. But Robert is a good comic and a good guy, and it did. It, it made it. Was it was motivating. It was motivating, yeah. and it made it like uh, a badge of honor to be accepted there. Mm-hmm. And it made, and it like, honestly, like, trimmed the fat of the comedy scene to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Um, I bet a lot of people dropped off. I was afraid of him. I was afraid of the place. Um, but anyway, that was my. I went there and I went up and I ate. I was nervous and I ate shit. Yeah. But I was no longer depressed and hating my life and thinking comedy was awful and oh. wanting to die and like wanting to leave the entire time. Yeah. I had. I walked off stage and after bombing and was like, "That was so fun. I want to do that again." There was something about that six months of hosting an open mic once a week that yeah, like getting... sort of like eased down my stage fright to yep. where I was like, Oh, this is wonderful. So yeah. Stretch your legs, like get the yeah. stage time, get comfortable on stage. So that's why I say my start date is hazy. And that's why I celebrate when I started hosting the open mic. Yeah. But so yeah, six years in March, March, um, which in the grand scheme of things is not really that much time. Yeah. Uh, but the last six years of my life have been so crazy minute to minute. I think anyone who does stand-up can attest to this. Like, you feel like... I was talking to Beth Stelling about this last night. I feel like I've known her for ten years. Yeah. I've known her for two and a half years. <laughs> and, uh... Maybe three. Mm-hmm. And it's because, like... When I was not a comic... My life was like, I had my day, my job, and I would like go to my job every day. I would come home and I would like hang out at home and like get stoned or drunk with my friends yeah. or stare at the internet. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekends, I would like go out to a party, maybe, yeah. or I would hang out with my friends and get drunk or stoned. You know? <laughs> and then like I would be like, oh man, in three months, I'm going to see Caribou at the El Rey. I can't <laughs> wait for that. You know, yeah. like, oh, I'm going on this trip to New York. In August, so like, few events. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. So now I do a show every day. I'm doing two podcasts today. What? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this one and another one. I'm sorry. Oof. They get sloppy <laughs> seconds though. Don't worry. Uh, what time's that one? Uh, four. Okay. And uh, and I yeah I do like tons of stuff in a day and then I do like one or two huge things a week that I like never would have dreamed of... It would be, like, my whole year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I... Last summer, I did a... My my month of July... It was so crazy. I went on tour for all of April and May. Yeah. I drove out to uh, New York through the south and then back to L.A. through the Midwest. Touring the whole way? Touring the whole way, driving myself. I booked the whole thing myself. I had a different show in a different city almost every single day. Wait, you... 
booked uh, yourself? You just called ahead and you were like, hey. Well, no, I mean, or, it's like comics that put together shows. Oh, okay, and okay. Like, some of it was feature weekends and festivals and some, like, ten days of it was me opening for Kyle Kinane. Nice. And uh, so I did that. When I got back in June, my sketch group and I flew to Denver. We were flown out there by these guys who run this comedy collective called Sex Pot that's really, really awesome okay. in uh, Denver. Yeah. Really funny guys. They do really great shit. Uh, they're actually in town right now. They're awesome. Their names are Andy Jewett and Kayvon. Uh, they're awesome. Anyway, so we flew out are to they Denver. A ske- they're a sketch group too? It's we're a, a production company, show runny podcast. They make podcasts and sketches. They make all sorts of shit. Okay. So they flew us out to Denver for a weekend. And then in July, one weekend I did a comedy festival in wine country. The next weekend... I did stand up at a uh, fucking EDM festival in Humboldt. Uh, and like another weekend was another thing. And then in the first two weeks of August, I uh, went on tour for two weeks up to Vancouver, BC and back with my good friend Barbara Gray, who's very funny. And we were like different city every day, like shows all up the California coast, Portland, Washington, then Vancouver, and then a few shows on the way back. And uh, when I got back, I ran comedy at a a music festival in Echo Park called Echo Park Rising. And then, yeah. And then I like, and then September was like kind of a quiet month, and then I went on tour for October and November again, Damn. like doing other random festivals and and shows in different cities, and so like <laughs> the past six years of my life feels like thirty years, man. I feel like yeah. much older, much different. I feel insane. It feel like <laughs> things that happen. A lot of events crammed into a little bit of time. Yeah, man, and yeah. like literally. Three of those 200 things that I just mentioned would have happened in one or two years before I was a stand-up. Yep. So six years is like, it sounds like not that much time, but fuck me, man. It is so long. It's decades. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've been at it like, I'd say, see, my hazy number is five years, and then I think I'm going to make it like October Uh of of every year for the year, year mark. So like, October 2010 was when you... For, so first time was um, 2007, Oh, I okay. Think. Sure. And I cut, I cut my teeth. That's the expression, right? Cut your teeth? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I, bit, I bit the bullet, whatever. I started out in Winston's Pub in Ocean Beach. In Ocean, oh, where is Ocean Beach? San Diego. Oh, like, okay, sure. Yeah. And so I'd go do their mic a lot. And then like... Comedy, Comedy Palace a couple times, and like um, uh, Madhouse Comedy Club, mm-hmm. and um, and then there was a two year period where like I met someone, we dated, we got we got married, we got divorced. Oh wow! Yeah, and like in that time, like the whole time I was with her, I felt zero inspiration. Oh wow! At all, so I only went up like twice in two years, and so wow. Yeah, so that section i'm just like ah fuck damn it yeah but greatest yeah greatest thing that ever happened was i mean the divorce sure so (laughs) yeah so generally divorce louis ck has that great joke about divorce. yeah yeah such a good joke yeah where he's like don't don't (laughs) oh it's good yeah no one ever gets divorced from a happy marriage (laughs) if it was a happy marriage and they got divorced that would be sad it'd be like wow why did they do that (laughs) That's so funny, man. Oh, man, he's great. Anyway. Yeah, so then then I hosted a a mic out of my apartment in San Diego County for nine months. And I got chairs. I got, I have this amp. I got a microphone. Like, I have a a spotlight and everything. And and it was awesome. Like, I got a lot of, a lot of stage time. Like, real comfortable. And um, so from, that was like October until the nine-month period ran out, and then I moved up here. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. Uh, when did you move up here? Like, when exactly? July of last year. 20, oh, wow. 2014, yeah. Okay, and then the Octo- October of 2013 <coughs> is when you started back up again? Yeah. Like so you had hard. been at it, like, three years, and then you took a two-year break? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was lame. Uh, at one point, me and my buddy even did musical stand-up, no way. Interesting. 
what like did he play guitar or something? Uh, at first we were both playing guitar, and then it was like it might be funnier if like one of us is playing guitar, and then I brought a shaker egg on stage. That's funny. Sure. <laughs> Love a good shaker egg, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. But then after fuck fi- maracas, you know? <laughs> yeah. We did it like five times, and then he was like, "I don't want to do this anymore." And I was like, "What? Why?" And he goes, "Because I have horrible stage fright every time we go up, and I don't want to do it anymore." And I was like. Oh. oh yeah, that sucks, right. dude. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. So then I was like, "All right, huh? I'll uh, I'll go it alone." So you moved up here in October of 2013. July. Ju- oh, that's right. July, July of, of 2014. 2014. Yeah, yeah. October's when you started doing stand up again. Mm-hmm. You moved up here by yourself. You were just like, "Screw it." Were yep. you like, "No job." No prospects. Yep. Screw it. Yep. Good for you, man. And I, and I had some savings from this, like, cushy desk job that I had. And, um, like, we got bonuses. We got, like, medical, like, good wow, uh, right? benefits and stuff. And, yeah, and I was just like, no, goodbye. Like, when I, whenever I didn't put money into the 401k, people were like, y- don't you want to retire? And I was like, no, I never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never want to retire. Yeah. Like, no, of course. That's yeah. actually a really good point. Yeah, no, I, I do not want to retire. Yeah, I do want to get to a point where I could take a month or a week and just, like, go somewhere. You want to have like a lot a of vacation. money. vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. That's the thing. That's the goal. It's like, if I were at a point where I had a 401k and I still wasn't making very much money, I would be like, all right, well, I'm just going to spend this. <laughs> so I think about that, like, so on the way, like, yeah, when you're making, like, nine thousand dollars a year <laughs> no i don't want a 401k i mean i guess their argument would be like well why don't you pursue something where you make 80 grand a year you can make websites and it's like well yeah because i i would eventually kill myself yeah i don't want to <laughs> do that uh, that made me sad that's why <laughs> am i able to do it yes is my soul crushed from it yeah. yes yeah <laughs> but i mean to each his own some people are just different. Some people are just wired totally differently. My friend, my best example of that, like, you know, of the thing that everyone who follows their dreams says, like, I just don't understand people who don't follow their dreams. Like, Shut up. Yes, you fucking do. They make money. They make money. They feel comfortable. They, like, they have fulfilling family lives yep. and friendships. And yep. they, like, really cultivate, uh, you know, a community and just, like, a great nest for them to live and feel good. I completely understand why people do that. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it sucks their their soul out and they didn't make the right choices. They end up, yeah. you know, getting divorced, being unhappy, being like a shitty person. Yeah. And that's not good. But mm-hmm. like, you can't act like it doesn't make sense that someone didn't like that everyone run full doesn't. speed at stand-up yeah. comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's so crazy. Because the my thing fr- that doesn't make sense is saying... I'm going <laughs> to Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's like brave. I understand that it's brave and like it is like you don't the logic is like, yeah, well, you don't want to be thinking what if. You don't want to be 50 years old and have never tried it and yeah, be like, "Oh, I could have been a stand-up. I wanted to be, and now I'm I'm I feel unfulfilled and bored in my boring suburban life." I don't want that. But some people want that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And some people... I think where it sucks is if it happens out of fear. But some people are like, I wish I were a stand-up comic, but I prefer to have, be happy. Uh, or whatever. <laughs> uh, comfortable. Have money. I don't know. I'm, I'm Right now, I'm like writing this line where I'm trying not to shit on either side. Because I really do feel like you should pursue your dreams. And that is the better choice. Yeah. But I also understand people who are one afraid and two choose to not yeah because they want a comfortable road yeah and man my friends nate loose and julia loose are two of the funniest people in the world for sure man for sure julia loose her name was julia bensfield and they got married and they chose together to get married move to a place where nate could go to business school get his master's mm-hmm. and now they, they, they so he did that at Vanderbilt then they went to DC and he has some job where he makes a shitload of money and they have a baby and they're doing that whole thing yeah. and when I talk to Julia about it she's like I don't know if I'll ever be able to be a stand up it bums me out it sucks I wish I could Yeah. but also they chose that yeah and they're happy uh, with that and they're happy with that and yeah. like and, and what's really nuts about it is like 
I don't know too many people that did pursue it and then stop in order to pursue a family. Yeah. They are like, they chose, and they're geniuses. They're incredible stand-ups. <laughs> Watching them perform is like, how are you not <laughs> on TV and stuff? <laughs> Nate has this thing where he's like, doesn't imp- <laughs> he has a really deep voice. And it's like, uh, everyone in my family has a really deep voice. This is my impression of my sister. <laughs> I don't even know what the setup is, but it's just like, Nate. <laughs> it's so funny. He has this crazy bit where he's like, um, he, he, he takes notes, like notes to self on his phone. Mm-hmm. And then he also uh, records quotes from Norm MacDonald movies. <laughs> and so he has this bit where he's mixing up Norm MacDonald quotes and notes to himself on his phone. It's like everything he does is so insane and great. He's so good. And he picked money, man. You've seen Dirty Isn't that Work. Weird? You've seen Dirty Work, right? Dirty Work is such a great movie. Yeah. So With, funny. Where he's all the notes, note to self. Learn to fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't think... Oh, I wonder if that's... Maybe I'm fucking up. I'm got probably fucking up the bit. But either way, it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, it is funny. Um, um, what, uh, like, what's a huge comedy, like, goal for you? Like, what, what would be, like, super awesome to get? TV show, man. TV show for my sketch group women. Yeah? Yeah, dude. Awesome. That's what I want. I want women to have a TV show. Women is my friends, Alan Stricken Williams, Jake Weissman, Pat Bishop, and me. And we've been making sketches for years. And uh, now we're putting together TV show ideas. And, like, we're just working really, really hard and at you... making a TV show. And that really is, like, that's what I want. I also, I mean, I have a bunch of goals. I, yeah, I yeah. want to be the best. It's not just it's not just one goal. Like it's. I want to be what I want to be in comedy is one of the guys. That's yeah. what I want to be. Yeah. I want to be. I mean, it, when people in go, the long term, oh, I want to be Louis C.K., yeah. Chris Rock, one of those guys. Yeah. In the short term, I want to be Kyle Kinane, Rory Scovel, Sean Patton, James Adomian. Yeah. One of those guys that's considered and is undeniably good at stand up can do whatever he wants. I want to. Uh, I would like to be the voice of like the main character in a cartoon someday. I don't know what that is. I would really love that. I would really love to voice cartoons. Um, I would love to create a TV show with my friends, staff the show with my friends, put my friends in it and just make this like amazing, crazy, weird TV show. I would love to headline theaters doing stand up, and really just get to a point where I can make comedy in every single different form for a living forever yeah uh, that's what i want to do <laughs> so awesome that's what i want to fucking do oh man yeah man it's uh, that's like the real goal and then when people ask me like what's your big thing it's weird it's like i'm a comedian i don't have one big thing yeah if i had one big thing i wouldn't be a comic <laughs> yeah. i there are things that i want to do along the way like i would like to write on tv shows and stuff and mm-hmm. i would like to um you know act in movies and i would like to act in tv and yeah. i would like to act in web things and do weird stand-up shows and do festivals and go on the road and open for great comics but really i want to fucking i want to headline everywhere i want to make tv shows entertain the world yeah totally man yeah make tv shows and headline everywhere that's what i want to (laughs) do like i said i just want to and my life is great man i really i get to do what i want to do like it like my description of my last summer touring the country by myself and then doing those insane festivals in Northern California and then touring the coast. Like I just want to, I want to do that. I just want to make more money doing it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even need to make that much more money. I would like to make a lot of money because then the game changes even more. Then you raise the bar even more. You're like, all right, I have this money. Yeah. I can make things on my own with my own money. Yeah. What do I make now? Now I'm like, I'm not like, I, I don't know, man. I would also like to open a theater in L.A. I fucking love Los Angeles. Yeah. I want to open a theater in Echo Park that's like a home base for our scene and my friends to like put out content and build the way that UCB did. I like family. I like community. I just want all my friends to make things together until we die. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's what I want. Die together. Die together. (laughs) As we simultaneously drink this juice. 
and I hand you the juice. Yeah. Every one of my friends has a bottle of juice, and I'm like, don't drink it until the sign. <laughs> You'll know. Oh, yeah. We all, You'll know. If we're not... Dude, that's a funny idea for a sketch. If we're 60 and we haven't killed ourselves, <laughs> we should Seriously kill packed. ourselves. <laughs> that actually is a women's sketch that we've pitched around that we haven't made yet. <laughs> Do that. Well, we made it. We're all 60. Nah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, but I have this great life. Like, you No, but... <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think... Uh... Nope. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I do have a couple more questions. Sure. What were you going to say? I think I, I have to go. I have a, I have a thing I got to do at two in 15 minutes. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, Doug. I'm sorry, I didn't want to break the fourth wall like that on your podcast. Your but, schedule uh, is gone. Out the window. <laughs> um, what, uh, shoot. I have the questions written down, just in case I forget. There's only three Guess of them. what? You did forget. There's only three of them. Don't worry, it's not the first time. Uh, oh, yeah. Easy one is, like, what do you do now for work? So, comedy, right? Like Comedy, so, yeah, barely, but yeah. Only, yeah. like... For work, like it barely makes me a living, and I'm looking for a job to supplement. But yeah, comedy. Yeah. And I make the occasional freelance website here and there. All right. But yeah, man. And uh, uh, what's your favorite part about doing stand up? Uh, that every day is different. I I mean I guess I like I love the performing. The performing is like a drug to me. Mm-hmm. No matter, even if I have a bad set, if I go on stage and I perform, when I walk off stage, I feel better. It's like a cleaning of the pipes, you know, because you can have all this pent-up energy in yeah. your body, mm-hmm. and uh, you could be, like, pissed or anxious or sad or worried or, like, <laughs> just, like, this person in your life is just, like, ruining you, and you can't stop <laughs> thinking about it all day. Like, they fucking, like, oh, man, they're trying to take advantage of me. I think shit like that all the time. That's a real bad trip of mine that I'm that I go to therapy to deal with. I'm like, everyone's against me. I really, everyone's trying to fucking fuck me over. It's way better than it used to be, but Jesus. But I could have the worst version of that feeling, like extreme, anxious, angry depression. Yeah. Walk on stage, bomb, walk off, and it's like I just ran two miles. Yeah. Like, the you adrenaline talk about of the it. Stuff and like, Even if yeah. you don't talk about the stuff, the yeah. energy and the adrenaline and the, like, attention you get from people and the fact that you're like contributing to the world yeah. and like creating something in the moment uh, is so invigorating that it makes you feel good. But other than that, what mm. I like is that my life is nuts, that everything's different. <laughs> like, you know, after this, I'm going to leave. I have, a, I have a phone meeting and then I'm doing this podcast at four where I have to bring photos from my childhood. What? And then I'm meeting an old friend, and then I have to, I have a show at a coffee shop in Pasadena, and then I have a show uh, at a restaurant in Culver City. And then I'm going to my girlfriend's house. Pasadena to Culver City? Yeah, I know. Oof. I know. How like, am I like possibly going to manage? I know. It's like a 30-minute drive. It's not a big deal. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's thinking, thinking about it in terms of like, hey man, I have a show. It's in it's in Pasadena, and then I have another one in Culver City. Can you make both? It's like mm. one's eight thirty and one's at ten, uh, and they're both they seem like they're gonna be fun. I it even just with Pasadena, it amazes me, man. I'll be like, uh, I'm going to Pasadena, and people are like, oh god, <laughs> Pasadena. I'm like, I live in Silver Lake. It's fifteen minutes away, tops. There are highways that. Take you there. It's part of the city. There's a cheap theater there. I don't understand. Yes, that's a great theater. I've man. never been Dollar there, but I've, dogs, I've seen it. Really? Oh yeah, oh. man. You should go. The Academy Regency. It's yeah, got the yeah. t- the most elegant name. <laughs> it's got this most high society like the Academy Regency. <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I know it's been the, uh, the the other theater for a couple months. Mm-hmm. That's when it comes here. Yeah, <laughs> I much prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw Frost Nixon there, man. Good? I had to date myself, good? too. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> came out like four years ago. I think. Yeah, Maybe I even six, eight. <laughs> when did that movie come out? There's those movies where people are like, I saw this. I'm like, oh, I heard that's oh, really wow. good. <laughs> I remember when that came out and everyone was talking about it. <laughs> and I was just I lost. Just did not watch it. <laughs> like American, I don't feel bad. American Sniper? I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I probably won't see it. Not going to see it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like really unplugged from pop culture lately. I, I'm so like, I have so much to do lately, quite frankly. But I, yeah. but like, I, so I've heard whispers of the all female Ghostbusters movie. I know yeah. nothing about it. <laughs> I'm like, I know that it's all female. I don't even know what that means. I'm like, are the ghosts girls? <laughs> 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 Like, we got some great voice actors. Yeah. Uh, John something, Jimmy. No, no. Oh, oh, girl. I said all female. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay. Ooh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all women. I get it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like they think yes. That's what yes, all women means. <laughs> yeah. Yes, all women for Ghostbusters work. Work for me. It's a really long hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, yes, all women are in the Ghostbusters movie. Yes, all women get hired now. Yes, no men can work anymore. Yes, all women comedy. Yeah, there you go. Hey, yeah. thanks to bring it all back yeah. around. Yeah. Dude, uh, this is fun, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, What plug plug stuff. Uh, my website is davetotheross.com. D-A-V-E-T-O-T-H-E-R-O-S-S. None of that number two shit. I'm at Dave to the Ross on Twitter, and uh, my sketch group Women is WomenComedy.com. And you guys have s- sketches on IFC.com uh, right yes. now. Yes, we just put out our IFC.com. Their their comedy comedy crib comedy is crib is their online comedy thing. Um, they put out five of our sketches. We just put out the fifth one. They're on IFC.com slash comedy dash crib, and uh, but also you can get them at WomenComedy.com. Yeah, and YouTube. Uh, but uh, th- yeah, so we put out that five. We have, we don't have any more scheduled to come out with them. Though they did ask for a new round, so nice. sometime in the spring we'll have more sketches coming out awesome. on ifc.com. Yeah. Also, I have a podcast on Nerdist, the Nerdist Network, called Terrified. So just look that up on nerdist.com. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about all the stuff that you're scared of. Kind of. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's I interview one person an episode about, and about something that scares them or something they don't like about themselves. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it's a cool premise. Thanks. It's fun. <laughs> You're like, thanks. I guess I'll keep doing it. Thanks, now. man. <laughs> and where can people find more of you, Doug? Oh, they know. <laughs> cool man you know yamatat.com yamatat is the name of the podcast shortened you and me and thoughts and talk that's funny yamatat yeah. yamatat.com mm-hmm. so funny dude and I call my listeners yamatators uh, that's great <laughs> what is, my friend uh, Brian Brown had this great podcast that he only did like five episodes of but it was so funny it was like the name of it was something like people people come and talk to Brian Brown or something like that or people ask Brian Brown questions because he like he started the podcast simply because he's too socially awkward to ask his friends to hang out but also he's like self-centered so every episode just ends up being about him so he just has a different person come in and they talk about him it's really funny that's awesome yeah it's so funny oh man alright if you have to get going I get it I'm sorry no 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 you're busy. It's cool. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I was also late. I'm really not doing well today. I, uh, I mean... We've bat- been talking for a good amount of time, you're man. You're batting 100, you know? Yeah. What does that even mean? Doesn't I don't know mean anything. What, I don't know what a good one is. Batting 1,000 batting is a thousand. Batting 100 <laughs> is bad. It's really bad. Um, yeah, right. thanks, man. This was super fun. Yeah, thanks for doing it. This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And Dave Ross. All right.